0: Hi and welcome to the Deadball Area Podcast. So there's quite a lot to get through this week with uh, the Lions Tour, England's Tour to Argentina and also Scotland's win over Australia, all things I'd like to touch on. But one of my main objectives with these podcasts is to try and keep them down to around the 15 minute mark or so so they're nice and easy to digest. So we'll jump into it with the Lions and then we'll see how we're doing for time and it might be a case of rolling the England and Scottish tours over to separate podcasts later in the week. Um, let's start with the Lions and uh, about half an hour or so ago they, just, they named the test side and the All Blacks named their test side. So I'll quickly run through the test side and then we'll start talking about how we think the, the test match is going to shape up. So the Lions have gone for Vunapola, George, Furlong, Alan jones Cruz, O'Mahony, Sean O'Brien, Fowler in the pack and then Murray at 9, Fowler at 10, Daly on the left wing, on the, uh at 12. Davis at 13, Watson on the right wing and Williams at fifteen. Now that's a pretty good side as far as I'm concerned. Um the I thought North maybe be in there for Watson, but I'm 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 glad that Watson's in there. Um I also thought that maybe um McGrath and Owens would be in for Vernipolo and George, but again I am happy with that. I'm very glad that O'Brien is at seven. I think he's gonna be really important in the in the test match. Um the bench is Owens McGrath Sinclair, atoge Warburton, uh, Webb, Sexton and um, Halfpenny. Again, strong bench and and I think Halfpenny is clearly in there uh, due to um, Fowl's bad leg. Uh, So the All Blacks have gone for uh, Moody, Taylor, Franks, Vitalik and Whitelock in the second row. Kano, Kane and Reid as the back row. Smith and Barrett at 9 and 10. Arnie on the left wing, which I think is really interesting. Sonny Beale Williams at twelve, Crotty at thirteen, which again I think is an interesting midfield. Uh Dag on the right wing, Smith at fifteen. They've gone for Harris, Crockett, Farmina as the uh backup front row. Scott Barrett and Surveyor as the uh second row and uh, loose forwards. Uh Perinara, Cruden and Leonard Brown as the uh, as the final reserves. <clears throat> now Arnie on the left wing is an interesting one. I think he's in there uh, because he's better in the air than the Surveyor. Uh, and he's a lot more powerful. He's, he's, he's bigger than Watson by about 2 inches, which doesn't sound like much, but on a vertical leap, uh, that, that counts. Uh, he's certainly bigger than Halfpenny, and I think they thought Halfpenny was going to be in a uh, in at 15, and I think one of their tactics would have been to uh, clearly Barrett likes to kick cross-field, and I think that left wing would have been one of the uh, corners they, they kicked to. Now, Watson isn't the best defender. He makes his tackles, but he he, he isn't a powerful defender. He uh, quite often gets dragged back and, and, and isn't dominant in the collision, which you know, is to be expected. He's a winger. He's not there because he's a you know, he's a devastating defender. He's there because the guy has, has gas and, and, and is a finisher. <clears throat> so there are your payoffs. But I think that's where the, the All-Blacks would be looking to exploit that. And I think... Um, Arnie on the uh, left wing is was them looking to exploit Halfpenny and and Watson now, Williams coming in at 15 doesn't necessarily change that. Um, yeah, he's a, he's probably higher in the air than Halfpenny, but he's probably not as solid under the ball as Halfpenny, um, <clears throat> who yeah is is a bit of a banker. But attacking wise, again, he's uh he's going to do damage, and I think that's. The, the the back three they've gone for is is a bit of an indication that lines are going to change their attacking patterns up a little bit. Um, and as I said last week, I think we're going to start seeing uh, those sliders and uh, like lead runners and a slider in behind. Uh, and that's certainly some a pattern of attack that foul favours. Um, he likes to have a second option in behind his lead runner that he can just hit out the back door. And I think with Davis as the uh, thirteen, that, that's a really really good option because I think he runs really good lines. <coughs> But let's talk about the All Blacks for a little bit, and uh, if you didn't see it, they absolutely demolished Samoa at the weekend, 78-0. It's like some of the best attacking rugby you're going to see this year, and I think we've got, <laughs> we got a good glimpse of what they're going to bring to the Test match, which is just phenomenal rugby. Um, now, there's clearly no magic secret to how the All Blacks play, it's just basic rugby. No frills, they just do the, the the core skills very, very well. It, it's literally schoolboy rugby just executed at pace and under pressure. And, and that's why it's so good. Uh, and that's why they can execute at such a pace, because it is simple and people can slot in and out because it's not overly complicated. They just back their one-on-one skills and back their support runners to get into the channel and into the space that they've created. <clears throat> so if you think back to all the training sessions you've ever done over, over those years, and how many times your coaches have made you run channel drills, you know, just run down at what single channel, move a defender, leave the ball. That's basically what the All Blacks are doing. They're just moving the defender off of his defensive line, creating space and then leaving the ball in that space. Now we saw that in uh, Barrett's first try off the counter attack. Uh, ben drags somebody some way, Williams drags somebody the other way, you know, and then suddenly they're gone. They've got left and my options the whole way and and, and they're off. Um, we also saw that in uh Surveyor's first uh, first try just people come round the corner, <coughs> which is off first face. so Smith picks up, goes, uh, 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 Julian Savare comes in, draws his man. Somebody runs into the gap. Somebody runs off his shoulder. And it's just left and right, left and right. And then Savare the is in underneath the uh, underneath sticks. So it's just literally beat the man, flood the channel. And I think that's something the Lions can't live with defensively. Um, we all know that the old blacks are going to open you up. <clears throat> and you have to back your cover defence to shut down their line breaks, but I just don't see where the Lions have that cover defence to uh, to shut down those line breaks. Um, Daly is clearly there for gas. He's a great cover tackler, but he's not going to shut down those kind of moves on his own. Liam Williams is a brave tackler, N- no more intelligent defender than Halfpenny, and again, uh, there's two defenders in the backfield. That but they're just not going to shut down a move with five or six support runners. It's just not possible. And I don't think the Lions have the pace in the pack or the inside backs to turn and chase those chase those kind of line breaks down. So I think the Lions um, have to shut off their uh, attack at source. Now, if we go back to the uh, Samoa game, what was really interesting was how much the All Blacks attacked off a set piece. <coughs> So they scored four tries off of set-piece. Uh, uh, Ar- Ardi Surveyor's first try it w- was a great example. Um, set-piece was solid. They picked up, Smith run off the back. Surveyor come, Julian Surveyor comes around uh, from blind, takes the ball on the screen, draws in the uh, a Samoan centre, uh, and then <coughs> Leonard Brown runs a, a line, and they're in behind the uh, tackle line. Once they're in behind the tackle line, it's left and right, left and right, and they're in under the the sticks, as I said earlier. Now, the Lions need to use their set piece to shut those moves down. Uh, What I mean by that is, if they can get any kind of dominance at the scrum, or at the line out, that will take the pace out of the All Blacks attack off of first phase. Uh, Phase phase play and uh, counter-attack is a completely different uh, matter. But... If you think about it, if in that scrum, if the Samoan pack had had the nudge on, the All Blacks scrum goes back a step, Ardi uh, Savare can't pick up, can't feed Smith, the backs flatten up, pace has gone out of it. Now, clearly, the All Blacks are good enough to tack off of parity, but off a scrum going backwards is, is, very, is very, very different. Now, whether or not Lions have the capacity to dominate the All Blacks scrum, it, is, it remains to be seen. Signs from the uh, Maori all-black game is good, but you know, clearly the all-blacks is another step up. Um, and I think this is why Wyn Jones has been brought in uh, over Toje. I think he's been brought in because they want the scrum to be dominant. And I think with Cruz and with uh, with Win Jones in at the second row, you've got an immense amount of power coming through. With O'Brien on the left, or uh, uh, open side, and O'Mahony, uh on the blind, then Fowlta at the back, you've got a massive back row as well. So all the power coming through, is, is, is going to be immense and I think the Lions need that and I think they need to try and shut down the All Black uh, first phase attack at source um, if we have a quick look at the Lions versus mari All Black win it was a pretty decent win <clears throat> and again step in the right direction we saw the set piece working well and we kind of expected that but as i said can it get dominance against the All Blacks I don't think it can get dominance. It certainly can get parity and it might occasionally get a a little bit of dominance. Um, Again, I think uh, kicking against the All Blacks is going to be key. It was certainly key against the Maori All Blacks and it was certainly key against the Crusaders. Um, And I think what we're going to see is Murray kicking down the tram lines. Um, I hope we don't see um, Farrell kicking downtown, down the middle of the pitch to... uh, smith i think what they need to do is isolate smith from his uh sub, from his wider support so by taking the ball all the way to the touchline and then kicking down the 15 meter channel onto the winger smith is going to have to come in to support that winger and then with a wide to narrow uh chase pattern if you think saracens so people flooding up on the outside and swinging around and shutting off that wider winger from barrett it, it closes down one counter attacking option and they have to come back down a narrow channel and hopefully you've got a slightly slower but more solid uh, chase pattern coming up on on that narrow channel. So we need to see a lot of that from Murray if they want to shut down the uh, All Blacks attack. It needs to be in the 5 metre, 15 metre channel, not allowing them that chance to, to come open. And it has to be a case of coming down man and ball. So Daly and, um, <coughs> and Watson are both very, very good chasers under the ball. Um, they are very good in the air. Uh, and Williams is also a, a very good uh, kick chaser as well. <coughs> so, clearly, that back three, whilst it's, it's gas and, and they're great broken field runners, they're there for their kick chase ability as well. So, expect to see a lot of kicking down the channel. Um, I am worried about pacing the midfield. Um, I think if they can get Davis on the end of Teo's line breaks, then he can do some damage. Uh, I think... Um, The lines need to cut back against the grain. So the All Blacks like to play a drift defence. They will come up uh, and get over the the grain line and then they will tend to back off and they'll try to push you uh, towards the touchline. Now, the belief is obviously that the touchline is an extra defender and whilst that's true, what they're actually trying to do is isolate that attacker from his support runners. So they're trying to uh, get him on his own, him to ground, allow somebody to try and get on ball <clears throat> by, by letting him turn and they come around and shut off, uh, shut him off from his support runners. They're also blocking off the cleaners that are going to come in and, and create quick ruck ball. So that's what it's about it's about getting on the wrong side of the ruck, slowing it down, allowing their back row to come in and get on ball, and giving their defensive line two or three seconds to just reset. So they take a the, the, the golden rule for a ruck is two to three seconds is quick ball, four to five seconds is slow ball. They want it in the slow ball territory. They want the Lions to go, okay, we don't have an option, go one out runners and then run into their heavy hitters. Hopefully they'll turn over the ball. So whilst, um, whilst the Lions will be trying to get up and off the line defensively, the All Blacks are a little bit more passive and they're trying to make you attack where their defenders are, which is on you know the first and second channel off the ruck. Um there's also been a lot of talk about shepherding once there's been line breaks or once there's been the ball in the air. Um, and we saw it blown up against, uh, against the chiefs, but I don't think the lions can, can rely on a referee uh, shutting down those things. And, and simply put, they've got to fight through those contact points. you know it, it, it's rugby. it's a physical game. The ball's going to go up. If somebody's in your way, you've got to push them out of the way and they've got to get through got to make sure that when that ball comes down it's man and ball and that they're or they're competing better they're competing in the air and and, uh, and then their support runners are coming through and hopefully picking up any loose ball and if they don't if they don't do that they're going to get punished <clears throat> so they can't afford to allow uh the all blacks to shepherd them or or escort them as the uh, as the uh, hot new word is um they have to get through they have to fight and, and they have to be bigger and stronger than they have been throughout the uh, throughout the tour um, the Chiefs' game midweek was a was a good win. Did it doesn't it mean a lot for the tour? I actually think it does. I think it's a great morale booster. I think uh, they'll be very happy. I think it showed that they have uh, an attacking game. Now we, we knew they had an attacking game, and, and I've said last week that I think the attack pattern can create space. But I think this showed they're going to start bringing in uh, slightly more than one out runners. Now, if you go back to the first try jack now's first try yes they've got runners coming around the corner but if you look in behind they've also got a second wave of attackers sitting in behind the second and third receiver so we're starting to see those kind of uh england ireland bath saracens diamond formations and i think we're going to see that in the test match as well um vunapola is uh, a very good distributor um, so I think we'll see him passing in behind to Farrell, and I think we'll see Teo and Davis coming around the corner. Certainly Daly will also come around the corner as a as an extra distributor. So I think we'll actually see a little bit more attacking from the Lions than those one-out runners. Will they revert to one-out runners? Yeah, absolutely. There will be occasions when they'll just uh, play off of nine um, and just punch it up over the line. I think uh, <coughs> Alex Copiciero, uh in his podcast made a, an observation about the, the previous lines Tour in that they played off of 10, played off of 10, played off of 10, and when it came to test matches, uh, Gatland and his coaching team said, right now we're going to play off of 9, so everybody's expecting them to play off of 10, and I think obviously there's, there's going to be a little bit more of that, we've played off of 9, they've played off of 9, and I think they'll look to play off of 10 a little bit more, but how wide they'll play off of 10, that remains to be seen. Um, so all in all, I think we're in for a really, really interesting uh, test match, uh, I can't see the Lions beating the All Blacks I think they're just too good Um, I think in the test series it's going to be 2-1 I think the Lions will take one test match now whether or not they can take the first test match at Eden Park very very unlikely I think the likely scenario is they'll take the second or the third test Um, either way I think it's going to be a really really good game I don't think it will be the whipping that um, a lot of people think it will be I think it will be a lot closer but um, yeah I guess that remains to be seen uh, so thanks for listening uh, thanks for everybody who left comments on YouTube and uh, SoundCloud last week uh, really appreciate it um, again if you have questions or if you have something that you want me to discuss in the next podcast please uh, please just leave a comment if it's something from one of the midweek games or, or, or from a test match I'm, I'm happy to touch on it um, or if you want to get a question directly to me hit, feel free to hit me up on Twitter uh, at the deadball area or Facebook Um the dead ball area as well uh it's always great to hear from anybody who's uh who's you know into rugby i i I love you know having a chat about rugby so uh, thanks for listening and hopefully uh see you next time thanks so much bye